This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Somebody is so glad to be in church this morning. <laughs> Let me, so that I don't forget, I'm going to say, one of the testimonies talked about reaching out to the people in prayer department to pray. Listen to me. Don't try to talk to me. Talk to people in prayer departments. There is an anointing there. Everything that happens during service, many times they prophesy it at the prayer department. There is so much anointing. There is a very strong anointing on director to two. And then there is an unusual anointing on all the pastors. It is better you talk to them than myself. All right? That's the truth. Amen. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay. Um, if the prayer people are praying and they pray for you, something happens. When we need to get a serious job done as a church, I get them to join us to pray and I join them to pray. This is very important. Now the second thing I'm going to say before we sit down, they, since the message, since the higher grand conference, they've arranged a little bit, the arrangement of the church. During the conference, we got dozens of chairs that we bought. So we have more chairs in the church now than before. So more chairs this Sunday than last. I'm asking everybody. You know why? We want to challenge ourselves to grow more. Now, on Sunday, this is the plan. Every last Sunday of the month in this church now will be a day of outreach. In other words, when we come on Sunday, first timers next Sunday, I'm going to ask the people here to get their details. I want to know which household invited them and which department in church. Don't let your departments cause zero. No, I'm, I'm serious. It starts there because the Lord is leading us into so many reaching out to people and we are not going to leave anybody behind. Whether you are in sound, if you like, switch up the mic. <laughs> or you are media, I'm, what I'm going to do is ask the pastors in charge after the service, and I'm going to be announcing it. So, Pastor, the way he's always announcing the dirtiest and the cleanest in camp. Have you noticed? Holy Ghost service, because people come and then they go around to do sanitation and they come up with reports. Reports are biblical. So I want to know if you are, if we have 100 first-timers and none of them is from the ushering department, all the ushers are in trouble. So next Sunday, it's an open challenge. Somebody say amen. amen. You better beg your teammates. Whatever you need to belong to that guy, please reach out to people. The light that is in us, must, we must spread it. We must spread it. So many bad news around. Ah, who is like your Lord in all the earth? Much less love, beauty, and less work. I love the part that says that nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you are the call. I was in my room three days ago. I was both in Atlanta and in Texas, and you watch TV. 
and you see the amount of drugs being announced. And I said to some of the leaders, I'm surprised. All over America, they are Netflix, they have this one, yet they have the highest number of depression. Netflix will not make people happy. They are the cop that will not last. And, every, and data is like pure water over there. You know, every time I'm in America, I ask myself this question. Every time. Almost everywhere there is data. Every airport, every popular place. So they all watch their film, plug their stop to stop. Netflix is the one that is popular in Nigeria. They have almost six there from to this one to that one. Yet, people... Thank God for though, I mean, there's nothing wrong with entertainment if it is pure, but it's amazing that in the midst of that, the soul of men, and then with all the things happening in the field of medicine, thank God for doctors and all the discoveries. But human beings are still going down and down and down more and more. Because there is only one cup that lasts. Jesus said to the woman by the well, if you drink of this water, you shall test again. True joy is not found on any, it's not in any channel. It's in Christ and it's in us. It's one of the fruit of the spirit that is in our spirits. Jesus had a cup that will run dry. I'm so glad that you are a Christian. <laughs> oh, I am glad. So we used to sing a song in the school then. It's a Yoruba song. Congratulations. And I, do you know the song? Let's sing before we sit down. <laughs> that I'm a Christian. Listen to me. If God is not leading you anywhere, don't go. Nigeria will soon recover. The Bible says, Your flight shall not be in haste. Many people are in different nations of the earth. You think they are enjoying. They cannot come home because they've sold everything here. They are afraid to come and start from the beginning again. Go only if it is purposeful enough. Most importantly, number one consideration is God in your journey. There's nothing wrong going anywhere, but is the Lord leading you? Or you listen to talks from friends. Ah, that is green pastor. Everything is wrong here and then you go. You are only safe where God is and where he has planted you. I have never told anybody that you're not to go anywhere. As a matter of fact, we are financially supported. People go. I, I have never. But as a servant of God, I hold you the truth. Only go if you have been led. Otherwise, you are there. And others are making huge steps here. And you are too ashamed to return. People talk as if when you are there, a lizard in Nigeria will not become an alligator in Canada. Your grace, your grace, I'm nothing away. Wherever you are, every time I'm traveling, you see Nigerians running away. And when you are coming back, you will see Chinese rushing here. <laughs> God bless you choir let's appreciate the choir hallelujah glory to God <laughs> first service we spoke about God who cannot lie we didn't go too deep we just started 
Again, let's just move a step further. Now, I'm going to ask everybody here to listen to the message of the first service. God who cannot lie. So, God is not a man that should lie. Now, I just want to move it a step further. God is never late. Glory to God. So, before we sit down, let's read together John chapter 11. And I think we should start from verse 24. John 11. Hallelujah. He is never late. Oh, let's start from 22. That's where the conversation, I think, um, um, oh God, everything is looking at where to start from. Let's start from 18. I hope. Now, Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to comfort Martha and Mary, to comfort them concerning their brother. And Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went to meet him. But Mary sat still at, in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, I, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Master, why are you just coming? If you were here some days earlier, my brother wouldn't have died. But she said something in faith. But I know that even now, <laughs> everybody say now. He said, even now that my brother is dead, whatever you ask God, God will give it to thee. I, why didn't matter think of whatever she asked God? Are you among people who believe in the prayers of other people but not your own? So you know somebody, you think if that person prays for you, God will do something, but you are not sure if you pray for yourself. Next verse. But she was in no testament, we could understand that. Jesus said to her, Thy brother shall rise again. Somebody say, Amen. Yeah. All dry bones in the service this morning shall rise again. Yeah. Next verse. Then Martha said to him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Two angles. There are those who are regretting that if I... And then there are those who put the hope in the future that some, somehow one day, Jesus rubbish the two. I am not talking about the past that, can, that is irreversible. All past in Christ Jesus. All dead situations can come back to life. And then Jesus quickly lets matter know, I am not talking about the future coming to life. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me. You can have your seat. God bless you. God cannot be late. Hallelujah. The Bible says it makes everything beautiful in its time. That's Ecclesiastes, is that 3, 10 or whatever. It makes everything, everything beautiful. God is never late. Listen. You think time controls God because time controls you. <laughs> The reason why God can never be late is because there is something in God that is called restoration. 
Restoration. I think that's in Joel 2, 24, 26, that it says, I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. When a man begins to say, in Genesis 15, Abraham told God, both in 15 and in 17, Lord, I am, time is going, I'm childless. And God was looking at Abraham, you don't understand that with God, time doesn't go anywhere. God does not function or time does not bind on God. He created time for man but not for himself. Hallelujah. So that at any time that God shows up, the situation becomes beautiful. He is the only one that has that power. At any time, if you were to look at Sarah years after, you wouldn't know that she had Isaac when she was 90. Oh Lord, all my friends have a number one. He does not consider your friend to know what to do with you. His plans for you are intact regardless of what is going on in your friend's life. Are you following me? So, on that day, Mary understood that, Lord, she understood the preventing power of Jesus, but she did not understand the restoring power of Jesus. She felt that Jesus could prevent Lazarus from dying. But she never thought that if Lazarus dies, something can still happen after his death. So she felt that, look, you can prevent him from dying, but when he's dead, you can't do anything about it again. Kai, in Job, where is that scripture? Job, is Job 14, that there is a home for a tree that falleth. Let me look for that scripture. All those who are hearing me this morning, Jesus already said in John chapter 5, he said the time coming when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of Man. And those who hear it, they shall live. They shall live. God, because of his ability to restore, he cannot be late. When he shows up, he has the ability to collapse 10 years into one. Because he said, I will restore to you that the years that the locusts, so God is standing, locust is eating, and you are complaining, they are eating, and they are eating, and you are like, Lord, from my grandpa to my father, this family is in this condition, you are seeing locusts, but you do not know whatever locust has eaten, God has the ability to tell locusts to vomit. I can restore. In three years, there can be a payback for 30 years of setback. Am I just preaching this morning? No. It's a prophetic announcement. What God showed Job was this aspect I'm talking about. Job had more than what he lost. If you looked at Job five years after, you wonder that this guy, I, I, I thought they were saying that this guy was, he, he was money, he lost things. Because all of a sudden, he became the richest again in town. He had the finest children in town. There were no traces. You wouldn't find what happened to him. I, prophet, I speak to everybody in the name of Jesus Christ. This week, this month, and this year, people will look at your life. There will not be a sign of any defects, any losses, anything in the name of Jesus Christ. You think you are 40-something, 
and you are not anywhere, things look late, not with Jesus. So Mary ran to go and meet him and said, my man, see, I have seen you. I've seen you heal the sick before. So if you had come on time, you would have healed this Lazarus that was sick. But now you know what? The situation has changed. He's dead. As I was meditating on this scripture, on this message, the word of Lord came to me. For those who are here and those who are watching, somebody might be thinking, now you are born again. Now you are naturally or whatever you are, you are thinking. If I knew what I know now many years ago, my life would have been better. Don't think like that. The master, Kayabalas. At any time you meet the master, a new day starts from that moment. So in Christ Jesus, there cannot be any regret of the past. Yes, you can say that, Lord, I would have enjoyed more of this, but know that there are things I cannot have again because it is now late. It is never late. So Mary said, Lord, my master, show me that scripture in Job. I need to read it. If you find the way, where Job? Job 14, 7. Thank you. I think just hold it there. Just keep it on the screen there. I'll read it before we are through. Whatever else, wherever, whatever else I don't bother to change, just stay with the scripture. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you with me? So she quickly said that, Lord, if you are, and Jesus said, he only answered him a short word. Your brother will live again. What matters is that you want your brother alive. It does not matter whether I came here yesterday to get him not to die. Or I am here today to raise him back to life. The outcome is the same. You will see your brother again. Life and wealth. Alive and wealth. And Mary said, that, Lord, okay, I know that we happen on the resurrection. You said, no. Anytime you see me, I am the resurrection. Resurrection is not a day that we happen. Resurrection is someone. Ah. Are you with me? I have the ability to look at the grave and call life out of grave when I show up. Because of that, I can never be late. And then because of restoration, ruins of many generations in a family, yet the master comes in and a change begins. Not only in two years, that family recovers and they are doing better than those who have been doing well for 50 years. Because the master is involved. See, so what he did in Luke chapter 5, when he showed up, and Peter said that we have toiled all night, we caught nothing. They were already washing their nets. That's about, they were about to start going home. And then Peter would have said, Lord, if you were here at the beginning of this business, and you have prayed for me before I started, it would have turned another way. Maybe it would have been better. But Jesus said, let's now show you that the fact that I am here, I can give you in one minute all the fishes that are caught from the time you started fishing. One, he only had to throw in the net once and they could, look, they could not pull it up. Just once. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why am I hearing families in my spirit? Homes are being visited by God this morning. 
You have been in Lagos for years upon years. Nothing more to show for it. The hour has come, brother. The hour has come, sister. That the master steps into your boat. And in one month, what did not happen in the last seven years, it will happen in an overflowing measure. All of a sudden, there is peace in the marriage. He is never late. Just welcome him. Now, the Bible says, for there is, a, there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down. What amazes me is that the enemy is doing what he wants to do. And it's as if, at, at times, God is watching. And the believer is saying that, Father, aren't you see what is going on? Time is going. And God is saying that, that doesn't bother me. So, you know, they were just, so they cut down the tree and God was watching. Okay. But the Bible says that it will sprout again. Why? The tender branch thereof will not cease. Next verse. I wonder where the Bible talks about that day. Though the root thereof wax old, and the stalk therefore die in the ground, yet paraskilo, the scent of water it will bought. Remember, the water is the word of God. And that is what I'm bringing to all of you here. He said, by the washing of the water by the word. The water is the word of God. Just let the word of God meet with that situation. All of a sudden, there is a total turnaround. I have met people. I know a lady who married at 40. By the time she was 45, she was almost time 10 ahead of her contemporaries who married long before her. See, it is not about the force to do something. It is the one who does it the best way. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why they that wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings. It does not rush. It's never late. And I want, just like I started first service with, Begin to worship and give him praise. Because it's never late, you are never late. The good things of life, greatness that you desire will come because you are with the master who is never late. Hallelujah. Play the blood, play the blood. Play, play, play the blood for me. The Lord is speaking on behalf of many homes, many people. Now, on Saturday, I received a leading that when we come for mercy encounter on Saturday, we are going to be praying. Nobody should miss mercy encounter. There are times we pray because we desire to pray. There are times God tells us to pray. He said, tell them to ask me. I mean, the, the thing hit me like a thunderbolt. That many of my people have not experienced what my open arm can do. He said, a day, I said, some of this is called a day of favor with the king. And when he spoke, he just showed me. I saw it like a flash. I didn't read it. It just came. The story of Mephibosheth and David. And I said, wow. He said, do you know that many have not experienced this? Mephibosheth was in his house on his own. He wasn't looking for it. 
David woke up one day after eating pande yam. <laughs> he just turned to the guys around him and said, Come on, is there anybody in the house of Saul that I can be nice to? And they said, There is a guy called Methibusheth. Now, if you study the Bible, the Bible said that David did not like the blind and the lame. And Methibusheth was lame. And David said, Go and get me that guy. And he said, Methibusheth, you know, your father Jonathan was my friend. Because of that, from today, you will eat at my dining table like one of the sons of the king. Whatever I give to my son, I give you. Tell your servants, I give you land. She will find me for you. Why you, you stay in the palace. And Mephibosheth was like King Moshe. He was in a place called Lodiba. If you check your crocodile, it's a terrible place to be. Mephibosheth did not ask the king. He did not even pray to God for lifting. The king just sat down. Do you know that at times... God, out of his own benevolence, does something for people. This is what a lot of Christians, you are used to the things you have collected from God by your prayer and fasting. But you have not experienced some things that God will just sit on his own and decide to do. Those things are always beyond you. A favor that you cannot explain, but they will make you cry. This is why those who have experienced this dimension, their worship is always deeper. That this is not me. I didn't ask for it. This is God at work. And Mephibosheth was warned the Lord. He said, King, what did I do? David said, no problem. I'm just doing it because of your father, Jonathan. You, you didn't do anything. I don't even know you. But you know what? Whether I know you or not, I have made up my mind. I don't like the lame. You are lame. But that will not make me change my mind. The Lord will do things for you that are beyond you. That not only you, you and everyone who hears, they will, everyone will testify that this is pure, this is God and at work. Favor. This is the what, so I might just share briefly on Saturday the story of Mephibosheth and we'll begin to pray a while, then we'll begin to worship. Because when it comes to this, it's just for you to lie down before you ever find, you, you can't you can ask him. That's what the Bible says to him that is able to do a sitting abundantly above all we ask or we, we imagine. There is a dimension in God where it does beyond what you ask. You are just going to love what I did ask for. This is too much. Thank you, Lord. I just want to say something before I close here. Are you following me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah. Never lose hope on anything. The reason, because he told me that I must stress this as well. All these things I'm saying, they are a long message, but let's just start by just a little. Now, he asked me to stress, and I want everybody to know. The reason why, he said, the reason why I appear late at times is because I see the bigger picture that you don't see. Lord, I need this rent. My landlord is coming. There are some people, they will receive that money and pay that rent and rejoice. Some other people, it might not look like any miracle has happened. See, the bigger picture is that some, they need to check them out of that house because there is a place God has prepared. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why people think God is late. You, you are looking at, if you don't do this, this will happen. Do you know that they also informed Jesus on time that Lazarus was sick? 
And the Bible says Jesus loved Lazarus and stayed two more days. What a love. G give me that story and let's read. This is amazing. They said the one you love is sick. He said, hey, he's sick. Come and heal him. Oh, he's sick. And he went back to his bed and stayed two more days where he was until the guy died. Because he needed to prove to the old world that I am the resurrection and the life. As at that time, even the Pharisees, nobody disputed his ability to heal, but nobody knew about his ability to raise the dead. Can I say this to everybody? There is a name that people will call God because of your life. Do you know that El Shaddai and all those, they came out of someone's revelation. God did something and he said, wow, so you can provide on the mountain. He said, Jehovah Jireh. But he said, there are still names in God. They are reserved for your situation. There are names. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, there will still be Jehovah many, many Jehovah, plenty, Jehovah Vadu, Jehovah this, Jehovah that, because of what he will do in your life. When he heard, let's start from verse 5. Hallelujah. Dimensions that people haven't seen. Now, Jesus loved Martha. Let's start from verse 4. I want us to read. Let's just start. Go back, go back. Uh, now, a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, in the time of, time of Mary and her sister Martha. Next verse. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with oil. So, the Bible is letting you know that this is not a stranger to Jesus. I like the details in the Bible. That don't just think of any Mary. This particular Mary was the one that poured expensive perfume on Jesus, a fantastic giver in church. She was a member of HOD. So she gave $10 million for the building projects. That's a matter. <laughs> are you not seeing that there? Even if you are not, pretend as if you are seeing it. <laughs> the Bible says, that was the Mary. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and whipped his feet with her ear, deep worship, whose brother was sick. In other words, you can be on page with God and things can still attempt to look somehow. So because when people see adversity, when somebody gets married, a Christian and then year two, year three, year four, year five, no child, they begin to say, what am I doing? You are not doing anything. There is nothing wrong with you. You are the Mary. Jesus knows you. There has been a transaction between you and Jesus. So you are not a strange Mary. Therefore, his sister sent unto him. So they sent people to Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When the guy was sick, they sent a message on time. Lord, somebody you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness, you know, this links us back to first service. If you have said it, if you have a track record of keeping word, you are not about to stop doing. It's as if anytime God speaks, all hell will now break loose after that. When he tells you about health, get ready for some terrible reports. When he tells you about prosperity, it's as if the enemy will show up. Now, Jesus spoke before the guy died. He said, this sickness is not unto death. If you were there, you would have called Jesus a liar. 
But you see, God calls the end from the beginning. God speaks about outcome. It's not bothered about the process in between. Because when God says, let us cross to the other side, it's already on the other side. Even though you experience storm on the water. This is where fear will catch some people. As soon as they told Jesus, he just gave a verdict on the situation. This sickness is not unto death, period. But that for the Son of God, for the glory of God, that the Son might be glorified by it. They should have decoded that he added something. He says, not unto death, but there is a glory coming to me from this situation. Next verse. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Next verse. When he heard therefore that he was sick, he abode. <laughs> oh Lord, you are funny. <laughs> this, is, this is serious. Now the Bible shouldn't have even described the father. The Bible said that now he loved them. And because he loved them, when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days. Imagine you telling your mom, God forbid, mommy is not feeling fine. And he says it's a critical situation. And they are, they are sending messages to her like, oh really? Ah, mommy, I love you. I'm going to Dubai. What did you say? Ah, mommy, she's lost to the critical, she's critical condition. Oh, okay. I'll go to Dubai tonight and come back in two weeks. And I'll come and see mommy. Say why? Because I love her so much. Somebody said that, sorry, are you well? Are you all right at all? Because that's funny. But the Bible says it because the master. In his words, he has said that this sickness is not unto death. If the disciples were there, it sounded like Jesus said about three things together. You would have said, Master, it's as if you are beginning to tell lies much more. Because when he said this sickness is not unto death, he abode two more days in the same place where he was. Next verse. He did not rush there. Can I say this about that? Sometimes when you don't have a word from God, don't rush into anything. If they say someone, you know, sometimes we operate in the, I understand it is good to love and to care. It is very scriptural. But sometimes when they tell you that somebody you love is not or something has happened and you run there. Okay, now you are there. Heal him. Because you, at times you just join five others at the hospital and all of you are helpless there. So why are you here? What has your coming here done? Other than Ekpele, ma. Ekpele. Ekpele. But Ekpele doesn't heal anybody. What about the one who comes in the name of the Lord? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I am not, we should always check people. I'm saying that before you go, can you spend time to pray? So that your own going can be different. Ah. Then after that, saith he also to the disciple, let us go to Judea again. And then they told that they, they were looking out to story that you are going again. And Jesus said, then go to where Jesus said, Lazarus is sleeping. I want to go and wake him up. Give me that verse. Lazarus is sleeping. Then this thing said, after he said of them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth. But I go that I may wake him out of his sleep. Look at the way Jesus was talking. Then next verse. Give me the next verse. Then said disciple, Lord, if he's sleeping, then it's okay. <laughs> they didn't wake him up yesterday. Why? Why? Why must you be the one to wake up somebody sleeping? Then Jesus said, but they did not understand what he was saying. Next verse. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Hi. 
Peter will have been like, Master, <laughs> you first said this sickness is known to death. You said he was sleeping. Now you are saying he's dead. Abba. And you are saying that you are the way, the truth, and the life. This is rather funny. But see, Jesus was speaking of something deeper. He meant what he said. He said, Lazarus is dead. Then the other son said, I'm glad that I was not there. Because the picture is bigger. He said, I'm glad for your sake that I was not there. So the inter that you may believe, nevertheless, let us go. Then, of course, you know Thomas. That one is always, let's verse. Then Thomas said, which is called Demos, of the Sabbath, let us go there that we may die. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I look, look at this idiot. <laughs> nah, we are not going to die. It's okay now that you have confessed. You know what tell each other you first started by saying that it's not to death. He said he was sleeping. Now you are telling the truth that he's dead. Eh, well, let's just go and die there. I just said, you are who? So when he got there, this was that this was why Mary said that if he were here. We sent a message to you four days ago when Lazarus was still breathing and you did not come. Overall picture. Somebody watching me. Oh, if I gave my life to Christ, I don't know why I feel like saying this directly. Before I had those abortions, I would have still had the chance to give back to a child. If any man be in Christ, Stop listening to the lies of the devil. You did what you did as an unbeliever. Now you are in Christ. All things are passed away. If you begin to pay for what you did as an unbeliever, why then did Jesus die? What exactly did he pay for? At the scent of water, God is never late. He is never late. It can be late. At any time it shows up, the script starts from there. Because he is the script. Or the script lives inside him. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Some people will say that I wish I, I should have, I, I didn't know the things of God while growing up. What about now? Just start from where you are. There is a reason. And all those who are watching, Jesus, the sequence should be, I am the one that was, that is, and that is to come. But check Revelation chapter 1 and every time he spoke, he will say, I am the one that is, that was, and that is to come. Because now faith is, it begins with now. In other words, when you know the Lord now, the past is corrected, the future is guaranteed. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? This sickness is not unto death. As the Lord said things to you, and everything right now around you contradicts what he has said, he will not change his mind. He is Lord. Or it's beginning to look like time is running. You think time is running. He sees the bigger picture. Sometimes we read our meanings into what God has said. 
I remember that Todesola called us a week to the conference that she had a vision, a dream, or something that she perceived that Satan would try to destabilize the conference through rain and traffic. And a week before the conference, the traffic here, how many of you saw it? Some of you came, some people came to church on, for prayer meeting on Friday. They could not return home. Some of them that stayed there till 11. The whole front of the church. And sincerely, Satan kept telling me that this will happen next week. People from Gianni will not even be able to get here. There was not a time that it was easier. Most of the ministers stayed in the hotel in Gianni. To bring them here that evening was as easy as. I told my Apostle Michael Ropo, we'll come and pick you three hours before service because Lagos is. Uh, they picked him one hour to the service and he got here on time. Everybody. One hour to uh, Pastor Oresi's ministry, Peter Oresi's ministration, she was on the island. She called the pastor, you know, I don't run labor. We are still in Lekki. What do we do? We are told her, keep coming. But she made it here on time. She sent me a message that the ETA was showing that they will be here in one hour, 30 minutes' time. But in about 40 minutes, we saw her here physically. The what things that God, as we're about to start praying about rain, I remember very well that the Lord said something. It was just like a whisper. That is it that there should not be rain or rain should not disturb what you do? I said, Lord, whatever. It's up to you. That was why when everybody was in, it rained a bit on Sunday. But before we could say that, by the time we were going, it didn't disturb anything at all. Power belongs to God. He might have said to you that I'm sending you somewhere. Like I know a guy who decided to backslide because I just told him I would travel out. And that did not happen. He became so sad. He was 19 when he decided to say bye-bye to Christ because of traveling abroad. But you know what? He lives in Sweden now as an unbeliever. Because God will not even change his word because we have decided to backslide. But a friend was saying that, did he say now or he just said you will go? Jesus said your brother will live again. He did not say he will live again, nothing will happen to him. No, he died, but he, he declared the outcome. By the time we are done, your brother and yourself will be living at home together. That's what the Lord will say. Let us go to the other side. He did not say that there will not be storm on the way. It's not late. Why am I seeing beautiful marriages? Lord, you told me some things in January. This is September. And so what? December 18. Everything that did not happen at the beginning of the year can begin to happen. Everything that is not happening there can happen in four days. Always remember, in six days, he created heaven and earth. If he carries the weight of the world upon his shoulder, I know my brother that he will, he will carry you. In six days, everything. He can build anything for you in one day. It's paining me that this is second service because people will come in for third service. I would have said that when the service is over, sit where you are and pray for a while. Can we pray for three minutes? Hallelujah. Oh, my time is, I'll stop here. Father, thank you for your word. 
we give you praise. Help us to be doers in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.